Blog Talk Radio. Give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, and you restore every heart that is broken. Sing it to him. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise, we pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only. Give life, sing it out. Give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken. Oh, me. 
pour out our praise to you only. Shalom. Shalom there, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Amen? Yes, we battle this flesh. <laughs> we battle these frail bodies. We battle what they're putting up in the air with these chemtrails. We battle the things like here in Texas, we've had unusual, very unusual weather. So much rain. There is so much pollen and grass and things in the air that it, it came against you pretty good. Uh, I do believe partially this is a, uh, a spiritual thing, too, from the enemy because he don't want this message out because it's a very powerful message from the Lord. Amen? The other thing I would say, and I say welcome. Welcome to the Lord's house. Each one of you, uh, Sis Marietta, Brother Coel, welcome to the Lord's house. Bless y'all. And Sis Crystal, we say bless and, and welcome. And all others that are listening by blog talk, uh, radio, by phone, or by Skype. And then I say today, applaud the governors of North Carolina and the governors of Texas. Leaders standing up against this evil leader, ungodly man that would call evil good and good evil. God have mercy on the United States of America. How will we ever get to a place like that, that I would live in a day when they say, oh, the men can go in the women's bathroom and women goes into the men's bathroom. That we don't know either if we're a male or female anymore. Well, God made it clear. He made man and he made female. And he made them that they would be together in marriage. The only kind of marriage that God ordained. Everything else is from the enemy. It's perverted. The ideas of it. God have mercy. You who are believers. You who stand for Jesus, it's time to take a stand and say no more. Stand up for Jesus. Stand up for Jesus and stand up for your family and your children. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I mean, it just this fire in my bones. I was telling Sister Brenda because we've been studying the prophets. And I'm telling you, anyone out there that thinks they can just do what they want and shake their fist at God, and sit there and mock him, you better be very grateful we're in the time of grace. In the time of grace, yes, our God is a loving God before any other gods in this world because all the other gods are created things or men create. But the loving God, the eternal God, oh, yes, he loves. How much, did he, how much does he love? He gave his son. His son loves us so much that he died for us on the cross. But God the Father allowed it to happen. What love he has. But know this, that our God will not be mocked. He is a righteous and holy God. And he commands that we walk in holiness, that we walk in the ways of righteousness, that we will be a message tonight. And praise God. 
that here at the Lord's Hour, we're going to share the truth. We'll share the God's word. As long as we have breath, the Lord comes and takes us, or, the, or whatever else happens. Amen. Well, praise God. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. It's just a, it's just on my heart, and this is this is very concerning. And I know this is bring this will bring judgment upon this land because we've seen it in the Bible and other places. What happens when this kind of living? You know, people would be smart if they just look at history. You want to see the downfall of nations? It's when they go to a way where they think they can do what they want and turn away from the living God and turn to their own self-desires and whatever else happens. Shalom there, Brother Javon. Welcome to the Lord's Hour, Brother. But anyway, let's pray and let's get this going. Father, (coughs) forgive me. Forgive me, folks. Just bear with me. Father, we thank you and praise you for this night. We thank you for how much love you have. But, Lord, we know you're a righteous and holy God. And, Lord, we bow before you. We don't stand up and have a stiff neck and a fist raised to you. Oh, no, Lord. We bow and tremble before you for you're mighty and holy and true. You're a loving God. You're a loving Father. But you expect obedience. You expect to walk in your ways and not the ways of the enemy. And Lord, I pray there's a wake-up call coming to people. How far have we fallen in such a short time? One of the youngest countries in the world turned to this awful thinking, a way of living that is not righteous, but is unrighteous. Oh Lord, what brought the judgment? upon the world the first time in the days of Noah and brought the judgment of God upon the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah for their wickedness, that it was a it was a foul stench in the nostrils of God. Oh, Lord, that we would make a sweet-smelling Savior to you, Lord, that our prayers would be incense to you, Lord, that we do not want to be a stink in your nostrils, O oh Lord, but we want to be a sweet-smelling favor to you, Lord. You deserve all glory and praise. You died for each one of us, Lord Jesus. You loved us so much that you saved us from this vile kind of living. Oh, Lord, help us. Help us in the days we're living. And, Lord, we pray for protection. We pray for the protection by your authority of your name from the enemy. And from these vile, evil spirits, Lord, that would confuse and deceive people, thinking they could just do what they want, and there's no consequences, they need to study the Word of God and understand there is consequences to everything we do. Either there's blessing or there's cursing. Very clear in God's Word. Lord, we just thank you for this night, and that we would hear the Holy Spirit to guide us and anoint us as we share the word of God and share the truth to a world that needs to hear truth with so many lies and deception out there. Lord, I pray to let this light so shine. Let it shine, Lord, until you take us home. And Lord, that we would serve you well and honor and praise you tonight. We just give you all the glory and praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, let your spirit fall. 
Spirit fall. Amen. Let's go to the worship and praise of the Lord tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. We come here, Lord. We feel stronger. Stronger in you. By the power of the living God. Hallelujah. The spirit of the Lord is stronger than this flesh. Yes, flesh is weak. But the spirit is willing.
A redemption song will rise Every tongue, every tribe Hear the church yield right Of 
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, that was an awesome um, statement that Sister Marietta said, and it's so true, that the saints and the prayers of the saints is keeping America from oblivion. Now, where is America going to be when God takes the church? It's not going to be much left of it. The sound of the saints to the throne room of God will be transformed in the kingdom of God. They won't be here on earth no more to intercede and pray for this world. But we'll be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's go to the message the Lord has given me to share with you tonight. Amen. By the grace of God, I am able to share this. And by his power, the Holy Spirit, I will share it in Jesus' name. Righteous or righteous is the question. As the Lord keeps showing me to share the contrast of the kind of people in your choices in life. One choice is for death and one choice is for life. In these contrasts, amen. Shalom, brothers and sisters, and sisters in Christ. Grace and mercy and love from the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. You all out there that are seeking for hope, seeking for peace, and seeking for true life, you have to come to the right place because, as servants of the Lord Jesus, we have good news. We share his wonderful, powerful words and promises. There are for all who are his created children. They are for the human race. You being a man or woman or even a child, these words are for you again. I mean, sorry, these are for you. Again, the Lord has told me to share the contrast between his nature and character and the character of the flesh in Satan. Amen? He wants me to show you so you can make a clear, everlasting decision in for life. He, Jesus Christ, is a life giver. Without him, there is no life. Not the life that God, your creator, intended for you. So tonight, we'll be looking at and studying about self-righteous and righteous. Amen? As the Holy Spirit leads, we will follow and learn. Amen? There are these two kinds of attitudes out there now. They were in the Old Testament and in the days that Jesus lived on this world as a man. So let us look at these two kinds of attitudes and know this one leads to life everlasting and the other to death and eternal damnation. Very clear. First, we will look at self-righteous. The meaning or definition of self-righteous person, listen to this, confident in one's own, own, one's own righteousness, especially when smugly, moralistic, intolerant of the opinions and behaviors of others. One more, sanctimonious pharmaceutical, sanctimonious pharmaceutical. Sounds familiar. If you study God's word, especially the gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So let's look at what the Lord says about this kind of people. We will start in the New Testament. The Lord is showing more about this 
than any other in the Bible. Let's look. Excuse me for one second, brothers and sisters. Forgive me. Okay. Matthew 9. Matthew chapter 9. If you have your Bibles or your apps or whatever way you're listening to God's Word, I pray that you are looking at this Word as I share it. It's important to see the Word of God and hear the Word of God. Amen. And apply the Word of God and do the Word of God. Because, you know, God's Word is a living Word. Jesus is the living Word of God. Amen. Verse 1. Uh, Matthew 9, verse 1 and 2, baby. And Jesus, getting into a boat, crossed over the Sea of Galilee and came to Caperna, his own city. They brought to him a man who was paralyzed, lying on a stretcher, seeing their active faith, springing from confidence in him, Jesus said to the paralytic, Do not be afraid, son. Your sins are forgiven. Penalty is paid. The guilt removed. You are declared to be right standing with God. Amen. Praise God for his love and mercy toward this man. Now watch and hear the reaction of the so-called religious leaders. Matthew 9, verses 3 through 8. And some of the scribes said to themselves, this man blasphemes by claiming the right in the prerogatives of God. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven and the penalty paid, or to say, get up and walk? Both are possible for God. Both are impossible for man. But so you may know that the Son of Man has authority, the power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, get up, pick up your stretcher and go home. And he got up and he went home, healed and forgiven. When the crowd saw this, they were awestruck and glorified God and praised him who had given such authority and power to men. The Pharisees and scribes of Jesus' day were supposed to know about God. They were supposed to study, to be studying his word. They say in, the, in, in their hearts that Jesus was doing blasphemies. Jesus knew that evil in their hearts. They were so concerned about rituals and law, they couldn't recognize that the Son of God Stood before them. Their Messiah had arrived. They were so caught up in their selves, their ways, they don't even see the love and mercy that Jesus has. They are so blind, just like people are nowadays. They confront the Lord, and then they clearly, and He clearly tells them and shows them. He has the power to heal and forgive them of their sins. The simple people, not the so educated, who are not full of themselves, they recognize him. 
Listen to what they say. Verse 8. When the crowd saw this, they were awestruck and glorified God and praised him who had given such authority and power to men. Amen? Again, the same chapter. Jesus still teaching and trying to show the way for sinners and the self, I mean, the so-proclaimed self-righteous. Amen? Matthew 9, 9-13. Matthew 9, 9-13. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew, Levi, sitting in the tax collector's booth. And he said to him, follow me as my disciple, to me as your master and teacher, walking the same path of life that I walk. And Matthew got up, followed him. Jesus now is still knocking on people's heart door. Oh, they need to respond like Matthew did. They truly do, don't they, baby? They have no idea what life is until you meet the risen Savior. Then as Jesus was reclining at the table in Matthew's house, Many tax collectors and sinners, including non-observant Jews, came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your master eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when Jesus heard this, he said, Those who are healthy have no need for a physician, but only those who are sick. Go and learn what this scripture means. I desire compassion for those in distress and not animal sacrifice. For I did not come to call to repentance the self-proclaimed righteous who see no need to change, but sinners, those who recognize their sin and actively seek forgiveness. Now that's repentance. That's repentance. A clear contrast showing ones who know that their righteousness is as filthy rags and the ones who are self-proclaimed righteous who think their works, the religion, is good enough. They think they are better than everyone else, one of arrogance and pride. The one who thought this first, this is his ways and attitudes, the fallen one, Satan. Same attitude from the time he thought that I'm greater than God. I am greater than all. This is the same attitude of the ones who are self-proclaimed righteous. From all forms of religion, like Catholicism to Islam, their doctrine, you have to be like us, or you are not worthy having the right to live. They think they are better than everyone else. God have mercy. Just like what Jesus dealt with when he was on the earth. The next section of scripture will show very clearly the passion and anger God has for this kind of attitude. This is so clear, a picture of a self-righteous person. Amen? Excuse me, brother, sister. Pharisee is an exposed. Matthew 23, 
Matthew 23, verses 1 through 12. Get a drink here, brothers and sisters. By the grace of God, we're able to do this. Then Jesus spoke to the crowds and his disciples, saying, The scribes and Pharisees have seated themselves in Moses' chair of authority as teachers of the law. So practice and observe everything they tell you. But listen to what he says here. But do not do as they do. For they preach things and do not practice them. The scribes and Pharisees tie up heavy loads that are hard to bear and place them on men's shoulders, but themselves will not lift a finger to make them lighter. They do all their deeds to be seen by men, for they make their phalliceries, teflon, teflon, teflon wide, to make them more conspicuous tassels long. They love the place of distinction and honor at feasts and the best seats in the synagogue. Those on the platform near the scrolls of the law facing the congregation and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and public forums and to have people call them rabbi. But do not be called rabbi, teacher, for one is your teacher and you are equally brothers. Do not call anyone on earth who guides you spiritually your father. Well, as you see that, is that a wake-up call to Catholicism? Who do they call the Pope? Holy Father. What do they call priests? Fathers. They're going against the word of God. They're going against Jesus, what they say. God of mercy. Wake up, people. Turn to the living God. Turn to his word. Don't listen to the wisdom of the doctrine of men. Come to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. One is your father who is in heaven. Do not let yourselves be called leaders or teachers. For one is your leader, teacher, the Christ, Rabbi Jesus. Hallelujah. But the greatest among you will be your servant. Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be raised to honor. God have mercy. If you have any of this kind of attitude in your heart and life, repent it now. Repent of pride. Repent of arrogance. Repent of religious attitude. The Lord, to fill you with his righteousness and his ways. Amen. He goes on, the Lord Jesus then announces woes to them. This is not good. No good, baby, no good, like our brother, I mean, like our young man from uh, uh, Cambodia always says. No good (laughs) Uh, at all. When God announces woes, God have mercy on your soul. Matthew 23. Amen, that's right, Sister Mariana, that's so true. Matthew 23, 13 through 36. But God loves them too, sis. God loves them. He died for them. And as we were sinners, he still died for all of us. They can come. They can repent and come to the Lord. 
right. They sure can. They can have that spirit of religion broken over them. Because where the anointing is, it breaks the yoke. And the Lord is saying that he will break the yoke of religion, the spirit of religion, in the name of Jesus. That we proclaim, spirit of religion, leave. We rebuke you on people's lives in the name of Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. Eight woes. Verse 13. Hallelujah. But woe, judgment is coming to you, self-righteous scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you shut off the kingdom of heaven in front of people. For you do not enter yourselves, nor do you allow those who are in the process of entering to do so. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites, because you swallow up widows' houses, and to cover it up, you make long prayers. Therefore, you will receive the greater condemnation. Woe to you, self-righteous scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you travel over sea and land to make one single proselyte convert to Judaism, and when he becomes a convert, <clears throat> oh, Lord, you make him twice as much a son of hell as you, you are. Wow. Woe to you, blind guides, who say whoever swears an oath by the sanctuary of the temple, that is nothing, not binding, but whoever swears an oath by the gold of the temple is obligated as a debtor to fill his vow and keep his promise. You fools and blind men, which is more important, the gold or the sanctuary of the temple that sanctified the gold? And you scribes and Pharisees say, whoever swears an oath by the altar, that is nothing non-binding, but whoever swears an oath by the offering on it is obligated as a debtor to fulfill his vow and keep his promise. You spiritually blind men, which is more important, the offering or the altar that sanctifies the offering? Therefore, Whoever swears an oath by the altar swears both by it and by everything offered on it. And whoever swears an oath by the sanctuary of the temple swears by it and by him who dwells within it. Whoever swears an oath by heaven swears both by the throne of God and by him who sits upon it. Woe. Woe to you self-righteous scribes and Pharisee hypocrites. For you give a tenth tithe of your mint and dill and cumin, focusing on your minor matters, and have neglected the weight of your more important moral and spiritual provisions of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. But these are the primary things you ought to have done without neglecting the others. You spiritually blind guides who strain out a gnat, consume yourself in musical matters, and swallow a camel, Ignoring and violating God's precepts. God's precepts. Brothers and sisters, that's the word of God. Amen. Excuse me. Verse 25. Woe to you, self. Excuse me. Woe to you, self-righteous scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you clean the outside of the cup and of the plate, but inside you are full of extortion, robbery, and self-indulgence, unrestrained greed, 
Boy, do we have a lot of that in the so-called some of these ministries. You spiritually blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and the plate, examine, change your inner self to, to conform to God's precepts. So the out so that the outside, your public life and deeds may be clean also. Amen. Gotta be changed on the inside out. Woe to you self righteous scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you are like white whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead men's bones and every unclean. So you also outwardly seem to be just and upright to men. But inly you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Woe to you self-righteous scribes and Pharisee hypocrites. For you build tombs for the prophets and decorate and adorn the monuments of the righteous. And you say, if we had been living in the days of our fathers, we would not have joined them in shedding the blood of the prophets. So you testify against yourself that you are are descendants of those who murdered the prophets? Fill up, then, the allotted measure of the guilt of your father's sins. You serpent, you spawn of vipers, how can you escape the penalty of hell? I tell you what, brothers and sisters, this is the Son of God saying that. <laughs> they better take heed. Thank God a lot of them did later. Thank God a lot of them did repent and did come to Christ. Therefore, take notice. I am sending you prophets and wise men, interpreters and teachers, and scribes, men educated in Mosaic law and writings of prophets. Some of them you will kill and even crucify. Some you will flog in your synagogue, pursue and persecute from city to city, so that you will come, I mean, so that on you will come the guilt of the blood of the righteous shed on earth, from the blood of the righteous, Abel, to the blood of Zechariah the priest, the son of Bersherah, ah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. I assure you, most solemnly say to you, the judgment for all these things, these vile and murderous deeds will come on this generation. This is so humbling. They couldn't recognize that this was not a mere man. This was the son of God. This was God in the flesh of man. He knows our hearts. He knows what we think and do. This self, these self-righteous leaders were so blind and prideful, they have forgot that God is merciful and loving. He wants us to treat our fellow man with respect and grace, not judging them, because Jesus is the righteous judge. Yes, we, we have to use discernment about people daily, but we still can care for them, even if we don't agree with them totally, we can always pray for them too. Amen? Now because the nation of Israel believes and follows these men, not God, here comes the judgment on the things they think are sacred, so important. Jerusalem and the temple. Shalom there, sis Brenda Gill. Welcome to the Lord's hour, sis. Amen. Praise God. Matthew 23, verses 37 through 39. Lament. He lamented, or lament, like lamentations. He lamented over Jerusalem. This is what the Lord said. Interesting that it starts with verse 30, I mean, that it's a, uh, number 37. 
O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who murders the prophets and stones to death those messengers who are sent to her by God. How often I wanted to gather you, you, your children together around me as hen gathers her chick under her wings. You were unwilling. L- listen carefully. Your house being left to you desolate, completely abandoned by God and destitute of his protection. For I say to you, you will not see me again ministering to you publicly until you say, Blessed to be celebrated with praise is he who comes in the name of the Lord. God have mercy. America needs to wake up and hear this too. Interesting, this starts with verse 37, which means war and destruction as the Lord showed minister Paul. And this is what happened to Jerusalem and the temple 70 years after the death of the Lord. Titus and the Roman legions destroyed the city made by man's hands. See, the self-righteous depend on the seen things, what he can see and make with his own hands, proclaiming his self-righteous and pride in the name of God. Having a form of godliness, which is true righteousness, these deny the power of God unto true righteousness. Again, serious business. The consequences of your choices in life will affect you eternal life. Amen? Leave you with this from this very powerful and revealing word of God, self-righteousness. Jesus, always the teacher and savior when he was here on earth, even with these wicked, prideful men, he gives them an answer how to live unto true righteousness. Matthew 23, verse 12. Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be raised to honor. The key, this is the key. God resisteth the proud and gives grace to the humble. Thank you, Lord, that you have taught us and showed us through the word, your word, what attitude you want us to have each day. That we look to your example and be a humble servant and have your righteousness and not our own. Amen? Now, let's go to Romans 3.10. Romans 3.10. Hallelujah. As it is written, there is none righteous. No, not one. All you out there think you are righteous? Ding. The word of God says different. None righteous. No, not one. We have to have his righteousness. Amen. Look at the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah 61, verse 10. Hallelujah for this word. Hallelujah for this word. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord, and my soul shall be joyful in my God. For he has clothed me garments of salvation, and covered me with a robe of righteousness. He has decked me like a bridegroom, as a bride atarf herself with her jewels. Amen. Hallelujah. Go to Isaiah 54, verse 17. Isaiah 54, 
17. Most people know the first part of this scripture, but they need to hear the rest. But all the weapons that are made against thee shall not prosper. In every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, the Lord, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the Lord's servants, and their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. Who is your righteousness? Who is your righteousness? Is it yourself? Is it the Pope? The priest? The pastor? The imam? The ungodly president? No. It says, their righteousness of me, only righteousness we have is through Jesus Christ, the Lord of hosts. Amen? Now, go to 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy, chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. 2 Timothy, amen, Sister Miriam. That's right. Proclaim it. Yes, type it out there. Jesus, only Jesus. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy, chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. Difficult times will come. But understand this, that in the last days, dangerous times of great stress and trouble will come. Difficult days that will be hard to bear, where people will be lovers of self, narcissists, self-focused. We've got that going. Lovers of money, impaled by greed. Yep, that's going. Boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, profane. We've got that going. They parade that around, don't they, baby? And they will be unloving. Listen to this one. Devoid of natural human affection. Callous, inhuman. Inrecusable, malicious gossip, the devoid of self-control, intemperate, immoral, brutal, haters of good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of sensual pleasure rather than lovers of God. That pretty well says there that you love yourself and you love man and you love the creation more than you do the creator. These are the ones we studied about last week, the sinners. Now look who else is included in another form of a wicked sinner. Second Timothy chapter three, five through nine. Verse five. Holding to a form of outward godliness religion, although they have denied its power. For their conduct nullifies their claim aboard such people and keep far away from men. Verse 6. For among them are those who worm, wiggle their way in, wiggle their way in, squirm their way in, into homes and captivate morally weak and spiritually dwarfed women weighed down by the burden of their sin, easily swayed by various impulses. Always learning and listening to anybody who will teach them, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Just as Janus and Jamaris 
the court physicians of Egypt opposed Moses. So these men also opposed the truth. Men of depraved mind, unqualified, worthless as teachers in regard to the faith. But they will not get very far where their meaningless nonsense and arrogance, I mean, ignorance will become obvious to everyone, as was that of Janus and Jabers. God have mercy. The main thing that upsets God and makes him very angry is that they mislead and affect his little ones or the weaker ones who need true words and guidance for hope and salvation. Repent of your self-righteous leaders. Repent, you self-righteous teachers. Repent, you self-righteous pastors. Learn what the Lord wants truly from you. Not your fame, not for fame and fortune for yourself, but to love the lost and give glory to him. Because you are nothing without him. You are like the Pharisees of his day, thinking they had arrived. They were in and no and they were in and no problem with God. But truly, as the word says, think as you have arrived, least you fall. Amen. Go to Second Peter. Second Peter chapter two nine through fifteen. Excuse me, brother sister. Amen. Verse nine. Now, I mean, excuse me. Then, in the light of the fact that all that is true, be sure that the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trial and how he keeps the unrighteous punishment until the day of judgment. Listen to verse 10. Especially those who indulge in corrupt passions of the sin nature and despise authority, presumption and reckless self-willed, arrogant creatures despising the majesty of the Lord. They do not tremble when they revile angelic majesty, whereas even angels who are superior in might and power do not bring a reviling, defaming accusation against them before the Lord. But these false teachers, like unreasoning animals, mere creatures of instinct, born to be captured and destroyed, reviling things they do not understand, will also perish in their own corruption. In destroying, they will be destroyed. Suffering wrong, destined for punishment as the wages of doing wrong. They count it to be a delight to rebel in the daytime. Living luxuriously. Oh, we have a few pastors like that, don't we, baby? These are stains and blemishes of mankind, reviling in their deceptions even as they feast with you. They have eyes full of idolatry, constantly looking for sin, enticing, luring away unstable souls. Having hearts trained in greed, they are children of a curse, abandoning, abandoning the straight road that is the right way to life. They have gone astray, they have followed the way of false teacher Balaam, son of Bor, who loved the reward of wickedness. Clearly, Peter, led by the Holy Spirit, showing the life and character of self-righteous 
people who have this attitude are lost sinners, blinded by their own flesh and pride, and of course, the enemy, Satan. Amen? One last portion of scripture for this kind of person. The Lord talking, <coughs> excuse me, excuse me, God have mercy. One last portion of scripture for this kind of person. The Lord is talking to us as we live in the church age. Talking to anyone who has a form of godliness and denying him. Denying his Holy Spirit. Amen. Revelations 3, 14 through 19. Revelations 3, 14 through 19. Message to Lacedonia. I mean, yeah, Laodicea, excuse me, Laodicea. To the angel, divine messenger of the church in Laodicea, write. These are the words of the amen, the trusted and faithful and true witness, the beginning and origin of God's creation. I know your deeds. They are neither cold, invigorating, refreshing, nor hot, healing and therapeutic. Isn't that interesting, brother? That they're neither cold because cold invigorates you when you get it. You hit the cold, right? Refreshing. Nor hot. Healing and therapeutic. I wish you were hot. I mean, cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm, listen to this. They amplify it. Spiritually useless. The lukewarm are spiritually useless because of their example and their lifestyle. And neither hot or cold. Listen to what he says. I will vomit you out of my Mouth, rejecting you with disgust, because you say, I am rich, and I have prospered. I have grown wealthy, and have no need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked, without hope, and in great need, I counsel you to buy from me gold that has been heated red hot, refined by fire, so that you may become truly rich, and white clothes representing righteousness, to clothe yourselves so that your shame of nakedness will not be seen, and healing solved and put on your eyes so that you may see. Those who are truly, those who I dearly and tenderly love, I rebuke and discipline. Showing them their faults and instructing them. So be enthusiastic and repent. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your old sinful behavior. Seek God's will. Clearly, again, thinking that they have arrived. They think they are rich. They are self-righteous fools. God have mercy. But look at the next scriptures as the Lord is reaching out to you out to you tonight. Just like he did to the Pharisees in his days, listen to him. His love and passion for you. Amen. Romans, I mean excuse me, Revelation three, twenty through twenty two. Oh glory to his wonderful name. Behold, this is the Lord's Behold, I stand at the door of the church and continually knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, restore him, and he with me. 
he who overcomes the world through believing that Jesus is the Son of God, I will grant him the privilege to sit beside me on my throne. I also overcome and sit down beside my Father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear and heed what the Spirit says to the churches. Now, one thing about this is he says he's, uh, uh, he knocks on the door and it says the church. Well, you know well as I do, brothers and sisters, uh, God doesn't dwell in buildings. He dwells in men's hearts. So now you are the temple of God. And that he's, he's knocking on your heart's door. And let the Spirit come in. You have something, maybe? Yes, let's uh, play uh, clean. Thank God we're clean. Brothers and sisters, we're going to take a little praise break uh, to let my throat uh, rest for a minute, all right? Praise God. Wash me in mercy. 
Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Excuse me. He is not talking to buildings or temples that man makes. No, he is talking to you. Because the Lord abides in men's hearts now. You are the temple of God. Time to do some spring cleaning of your self-righteousness. Open the door of your heart for your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, we will move on to what is true righteousness. What truly makes you righteous. Amen. The definition and the meaning of being righteous, acting in an upright, moral way, a virtuous, absolute, genuine. Only the Lord makes this possible. Our righteousness is as filthy rags, according to the word of God. Amen? We have to be born again, excuse me, washed in the blood of the Lamb of God to be righteous in the sight of God. Go to Genesis chapter 7, verse 1. Thank you, baby. Genesis chapter 1, verse uh, verse 1. Genesis 7, chapter 1, verse 1. And the Lord said to Noah, Come thou and all thy house in the ark. For, thy, for thee I have seen righteous before me in this generation. Noah is considered righteous before the Lord. He is right standing with God. This is so important for us to learn and understand from Noah. For the Lord himself said at his coming, it will be like the days of Noah. There were so much evil and wickedness going on that God had enough and he destroyed that generation and the world with water. Only ones who survived were righteous before the Lord. Amen? Genesis 15, verse 1. Genesis 15, verse 1. Then Abram believed and affirmed, trust, relied on, and remained steadfast, steadfast to the Lord, and he counted and credited it to him as righteousness, doing right in regard to God and man. A characteristic of a righteous person is that they believe God, the true living God. Amen? It wasn't. It was Genesis 15, chapter, I mean, Genesis 15, verse 6. Excuse me. I didn't get it all out on things. Forgive me. Genesis chapter 15, verse 6. Sorry. Listen to what this great world leader says here. Exodus 9. Exodus 9, verse 27. Exodus 9, verse 27. And Pharaoh sent and called for Moses and Aaron and said unto them, I have sinned this time. The Lord is righteous, and I and my people are wicked. He recognized there's only one who is righteous. The Lord is righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what that ungodly leader up there in Washington needs to know and say too. Deuteronomy 6, 25. And he will. He will one of these days. He will, be, he will bow before God the Father 
in Jesus, the King of glory, and say, Jesus is Lord. He is Lord. There is no other. He will himself do. Deuteronomy 6, 25. Deuteronomy 6, 25. And it it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God as he has commanded us. You have true righteousness if you observe and obey the Lord God's commands. Amen? Psalms 1, verse 6. Psalms 1, verse 6. For the Lord knoweth the ways of righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. You want to keep going the ungodly way? There's results thereof. We who are truly righteous through the Lord Jesus, he knoweth the way of the righteous. We we knoweth the way. He knoweth the way of the righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. He knows our ways. Psalms 5, verse 8. Psalms 5, verse 8. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Make thy way straight before my face. Our righteousness is from him. Amen. Psalms 5, verse 12. 5, verse 12. For the Lord will bless the righteous. With favor wilt thou compass compass him as with a shield. The Lord will show you favor, and he is a shield, even bless the righteous. Amen? Hallelujah. Song 7, Song 7, 11. No, this is 7, 11, baby. 9, 11 is the other one. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. God judges the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. Look at the second part of this scripture. God is angry with you who are wicked every day. Come to him, you lost sinners. For the Lord is not angry with you every day. Even though he is angry with you, he still shows his love to you through his son, Jesus Christ. Come to him. Let him give you his righteousness so you can be justified before the Father. Amen. Song 7, verse 17. Song 7, verse 17. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Why do we praise the Lord for his righteousness? Amen? Amen? Because his name, the Lord Most High. These two scriptures truly show the nature of God. It seems has been forgotten in these days. A God of God is love, but there's more to God than this than that. You better take heed to his word and know he is righteous too. Psalms eleven verse five. Song eleven verse five. The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. Songs 11, verse 7. Songs 11, verse 7. For the righteous 
Lord loveth, I mean, for the righteous, Lord loveth the righteous. His countenance doth behold the upright. He hates wickedness. He hates the ones who love violence, like Isis and others. It says verse 7, the heart and passion of God. Read it again. Amen. We are humble before you, Lord, knowing that you are, you love righteousness, so that we are to be righteous through you. Lord, led by your Holy Spirit into true righteousness. Amen. Song 15, verse 2. Song 15, verse 2. He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness speaketh the truth in his heart. A character of the righteous. Amen. A character of righteous. Psalms 19. Psalms 19, verse 9. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Amen? Like that song we shared last week, Clean by Natalie Grant. Check it out. We just played it, praise God. Amen? God's perfect way in time. Psalms 23, verse 3. Psalms 23, verse 3. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Will the Lord do for you like a loving shepherd toward you who are the sheep of his pasture? Amen. Righteous sheep of the Lord. Psalm 24, verse 5. Psalm 24, verse 5. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Amen. Righteousness is from the Lord to you have been made to you have who been made righteous. Psalm thirty two verse eleven. Psalm thirty two verse eleven. Be you glad in the Lord and rejoice. Yea, rejoice. I mean, yea, righteous. Shout for joy, all you that are upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord always again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always again, I say rejoice. Rejoicing, rejoicing, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always again, I say rejoice. Amen. Song 34, verse 15. Song 34, verse 15. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. And his ears are open unto their cry. Thank you, Lord, for this. So comforting to know this. Amen. Two scriptures promises to the righteous. There are promises to the righteous. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. The righteous cry and the Lord hear it. And deliver them out of all their troubles. Amen. He hears your cry. Amen. He hears your prayers. He hears your heart. Hallelujah. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Listen to this though. But the Lord delivereth him out of them all. All. So. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, 
Do not give up hope. Do not doubt the Lord. For by his word and his promise, he will deliver you out of them all. Trust him. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This is awesome. What love, what mercy and grace you have toward us. Amen. Psalms 37, verse 16. Psalm 37, verse 16. A little that a righteous man have is better than the riches of many wicked. There you go. Be grateful that the Lord meets your needs, you who are righteous. Don't strive to be rich in money or things, but be rich in the things of the kingdom of God. Amen. Two scriptures are promises to the righteous and warnings to the wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. Psalm 37, verse 21. The wicked borroweth and payeth not again, but the righteous showeth mercy and giveth. More characteristic of the righteous person. Amen. Hear the promise of the Lord who keeps his promises. Psalms 37, verse 25. I have been young, and now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Lord God will provide for you. Psalm 37, verse 39. But the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. Salvation for the righteous is the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Go to Psalms 85, verse 10. Psalm 85, verse 10. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace has kissed each other without righteousness. When I was looking at this, the Holy Spirit said, when they say peace and safety, then comes sudden destruction. The reason for this is because this is a false peace. For their peace is no peace at all. Because there is no true peace without my righteousness. Their peace will bring death in destruction. God have mercy. The Lord Jesus sharing another revelation to you, his church and bride, and to all his created children. Take heed. Lord, I pray you help me as I bring forth what you have shared with me to share with the body of Christ. <clears throat> to your glory, Lord. Take heed to these words that are spoken in these last days. These are not my personal words. These are the words of the righteous one, Jesus Christ. He is speaking in saints. Wake up. Judgment is coming. I am coming soon. You have to be you have to have my righteousness to enter into my kingdom. Not your righteousness. It does not meet the standards of my father. Only my righteousness can you approach your Father, God Almighty. Listen, remember what I said? Heaven rejoices over one man who repents 
than a hundred self-righteous ones. This man recognized that he is not righteous. He recognized that he is a sinner and needs me as his Savior. This makes you righteous. You recognize it. You recognize it is my righteousness you need. It is my forgiveness you need. It is my blood to make you righteous before me. Do not let no man deceive you, my children. Listen to me. Listen to the word I have given you. Listen to my servants who share this truth with you to give you a witness to the truth. And you can make the right decision, which is righteousness too. So this day, learn of my righteousness for you and do not try to stand with your self-righteousness. If you do, you will fall like your father the devil. My children, here is wisdom and direction of the Holy Spirit today. It is so important in these last days and you to have you ready to come home with me. I want you to be ready. Only through my righteousness can you come home. When I come for my ready bride in church, hear me well, self-righteous will not come home. One's with the form of godliness, will not come home. The prideful, rich religious will not come home. Only the ones who love me, my righteousness way, will come home with me. Your bridegroom and king, Yeshua Jesus. Amen. Pray and, conf- pray and confirm this word with the Lord Jesus. We are just servants here, being available for him to speak through us to share his passion, his heart, and his truth. Amen? Scripture references. Luke 15, verses 3 through 7. Luke 13, uh, excuse me, Luke 15, baby, excuse me. Luke 15, verses 3 through 7. Excuse me. So he told them this parable. What man among you, if he has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost, searching until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he gets home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in the same way, There will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than the 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. The Holy Spirit showed me ones who think they need no need of repentance are self-righteous. They are deceived by the devil in their own pride in themselves. God have mercy. Matthew 13, verse 43. Matthew 13, verse 43. Those who seek the will of God, Matthew 13, verse 43. Then the righteous, those who seek the will of God, will shine forth radiant, the new life, like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear, heed my word. Amen. I pray we all take heed to the Lord Jesus as he speaks, and he is preparing us for his coming. 
Take heed to him. If you want to go home and escape his wrath to come to those who reject him. Amen? God have mercy. All right. Psalm 92, verse 12. Psalm 92, verse 12. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Metaphors describing the righteous. In Israel, in the Middle East, these trees grow big and strong. We too grow big. I mean, we grow strong and mature in the Lord. Amen? Psalm 92, verse 15. Psalm 92, verse 15. To show that the Lord is upright, he is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. We are to be like him. No unrighteousness in our lives, too. Amen? Psalm 96, verse 13. Psalm 96, verse 13. Before the Lord, for he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the people with his truth. A warning to all those who keep saying God is love. Yes, this is so true. I can surely attest to that. And so many others here in the chat room and Ken and all who are listening by phone and Skype. But know this. He will judge the world with righteousness and the people with his truth. You see... You have to know of all the character of God, not just some of it, which is like half truth. One's out there preaching God's love, and you can live any way you want. You don't even have to repent. Repent from your wicked way, misleading people from the truth that God, uh, that God is a holy, righteous God. He expects us to be holy, righteous too, and live like he showed us and told us to live. Not to live for ourselves, which is a form of self-righteousness. We are to live for him, seeking his truth and his righteousness. To do it in love, of course. But to stand for truth and righteousness in our lives. Amen? Oh, glory to his name. Hallelujah. The light is shown for righteousness and gladness. For the upright in heart. Amen. Psalm 97, verse 12. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Remember his holiness, the reason we are to be righteous and holy. Amen. Proverbs 10, verse 11. The mouth of the righteous is a well of life, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. And we know that. Life-giving words should be coming from our mouths. Amen? So, I mean, Proverbs 10, verse 25. Proverbs 10, verse 25. As the whirlwind passes, so is the wicked no more. But the righteous give our everlasting foundation. Righteous have an everlasting foundation in their life. The solid rock, the rock of ages, Jesus Christ. Amen. Malachi 3, verse 18. 
Malachi 3, verse 18. Then shall ye return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. The righteous serves God. Amen. Now, go to Matthew 5, Matthew 5, verse 6. Listen to the words of our Lord. Are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness? or they shall be filled. We who want to be righteous should thirst and hunger for his righteousness. Amen? Matthew 5, verse 10. Matthew 5, verse 10. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. Say, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. You are blessed. The kingdom of heaven is yours. Ye who are persecuted for being righteous. Amen? Always remember this when you face ridicule. You are mocked and laughed at. You are persecuted, even killed, for standing for Jesus and being righteous. A very important characteristic and lifestyle of righteous. Go to Matthew 25, verses 34 through 40. 34 through 40. And the king will say to those on his right, Come, you blessed of my father, favored of God, appointed to eternal salvation. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you and from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me with help and ministering care. I was in prison. You came to me, ignoring personal danger. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when did we see you as a stranger and invite you in or naked or clothe you? And when did you see you sick or in prison and come to you? The king will answer and say to them, I assure you, most solemnly say to you, to the extent that you did it for one of the least of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it for me. Take heed with the Lord of Satan. Amen. Matthew 25, verse 46. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment. But listen to this. But the righteous into life eternal. Life eternal for the righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. 3, verse 22. Romans 3, verse 22. Amen to the Lord. Praise his name and his word. Praise him for his word. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. Righteousness of God by faith of Jesus Christ is unto all, and upon all them that believe. Amen? Praise God. Righteous believe in Jesus Christ. Romans 5, verse 17. Romans 5, verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reign by one, much more they will, they which receive abundance of grace 
of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. The gift of righteousness unto the ones made righteous through Jesus Christ. Amen. Romans 5, verse 19. Romans 5, verse 19. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, for by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Obedience to Jesus Christ to the Father has made us who believe in him righteous. Amen. Romans 6, verse 18. Romans 6, verse 18. Being then made free from sin, ye become servants of righteousness. We are servants of righteousness, brothers and sisters. Amen. Romans 8, verse 10. Romans 8, verse 10. Being you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Oh, glory to God. The spirit is life because of righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. First Corinthians 1, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. Excuse me. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of, who of God has made unto us wisdom and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. Amen. Glory to God for this. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome what Christ has made us? 2 Corinthians 6, verse 7. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 7. By the word of truth, power of God, by the armor of righteousness on your right hand and on your left. Amen. Part of our armor is righteousness. Amen? Galatians 5, 5. Galatians 5, 5. For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. We hoping of righteousness by faith. Amen? Hallelujah. Ephesians 4, 24. Ephesians 4. 24, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Amen? That's the word of God, folks. God has created in righteousness, has created you. God has created in righteousness and true holiness. Philippians 1, verse 11. Philippians 1, verse 11. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, Jesus Christ, unto the glory and praise of God. We had the fruits of righteousness. Amen? Titus 2, verse 12. Titus 2, verse 12. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. To live righteously and godly. Amen. James 5, verse 16. James 5, verse 16. <clears throat> Confess your faults one to another and pray 
one for another, that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. The prayers of the righteous availeth much before God. Amen? 1 Peter 3.12. 1 Peter 3.12. Hallelujah to this. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. First, I'm sorry, First Peter, verse, I mean, chapter 3, verse 12. Give me. I got excited. First Peter, chapter 3, verse 12. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. His ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. He watches over us. Every day, brothers and sisters, the righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. First John chapter two, verse one. First John chapter two, verse one. My little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Thank God for him. Amen. Hallelujah. First John chapter two, verse twenty nine. First John chapter two, verse twenty nine. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. You want to know if you're truly born again, born of him, then you will have a lifestyle of righteousness, for he is righteous. Amen? I leave you with these two scriptures to sum up about being righteous. Revelations chapter 19, verse 8. Revelations chapter 19, verse 8. Revelations chapter 19, verse 8. All right. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the linen is the righteousness of the saints, brothers and sisters. He has given you his bride. Amen? Oh, it's glorious to know. Revelations 22, verses 10 through 12. Revelations 22, 10 through 12. And he said to me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time of fulfillment is near. Let the ones who does wrong still do wrong. And the one who is filthy, vile, and impure still be filthy. And the one who is righteous, just, and upright still be righteous. And the one who is holy, still be holy. Behold, I, Jesus, am coming quickly. And my reward is with me. To give each one according to his merit of his deeds, earthly works, faithfulness. I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the light, last. The beginning and the end, the eternal one. So we clearly so we see clearly there is a lifestyle that leads to death and hell, which is a self-righteous way of life. 
and there's a lifestyle through Jesus Christ that leads to heaven, life in heaven, the righteous. Amen. Take my life, Lord. Take my life. Praise the name of the Lord.
and a sound mind. Second Timothy one seven. Never again will I confess doubt and lack of faith. God has given me every man the measure of faith. Romans twelve three. Never again will I confess weakness, for the Lord is my strength of my life. Psalm 27.1. Amen. Never again will I confess the supremacy of Satan over my life, for greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Praise God. Hold on a second. I can't. Yeah, I'm. You're wrong. Okay. It was First John four four. Never again will I confess defeat, for God always causes me to triumph in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians two fourteen. Never again will I confess lack of wisdom, for Christ Jesus is made unto me wisdom from God. First Corinthians one thirty. Uh, is anybody else hearing a re a, it over and over an echo? No. It's in my ear. Never again. Well, I can say I hear that. Never again. Well, never I. Never again will I confess sickness, for for with his stripes I am healed. Yeah, I claim that in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 53, 5. And Jesus himself took my infirmities and bare my sickness. Matthew 8, 17. Let it manifest, Lord. Never again will I confess worries and frustrations. For I am casting all my cares upon him who cares for me. First Peter five seven. Never again will I confess bondage for where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Second Corinthians three seventeen. Never again will I confess condemnation, for there is no condemnation in them that are in Christ Jesus. Romans Never again will I confess loneliness, for Jesus said, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Matthew 28.20 Never again will I confess insecurity, because when thou liest down, when thou thou shalt not be afraid, thou shalt lay down, and your sleep shall be sweet. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Proverbs three, twenty-four through 26. Never again will I confess failure because, nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Romans eight thirty-seven. Never again will I confess frustration for thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind has stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Isaiah 26.3 Never again will I confess fear 
of the future, but it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those, them who love him, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. Never again will I confess unworthiness because he has made he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that he that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Second Corinthians five twenty one. Never again will I confess confusion because God is not the author of confusion Amen. but of peace. First Corinthians fourteen thirty three. Never again Will I confess persecution? For if God be for us, who can be against us? Romans 8, 31. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray this prayer in the, in the power of the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind, rebuke, and bring no effect all divisions, discord, disunity, strife, wrath, murder, contention, condemnation, pride, envy, jealousy, gossip, slander, even speaking, complaining, lying, false teaching, false gifts. False manifestations, lying signs, wonders, poverty, fear of lack, fear of spirits, deceiving spirits, religious spirits, hindering spirits, retaliatory spirits, occult spirits, witchcraft spirits, spirits of antichrist, and all familiar and terrible spirits. In the name of Jesus, I find it. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, Thank you. Well, there we go. Looks like we got Dewar. There we go. Welcome. Hallelujah. Time for a praise song. Yep. I just lost the Yeah. 
We're going to do your prayer declaration. Okay. Can you play thank you? Hallelujah. It's all that matters. Dreamed I went to heaven You were there with me We walked upon the streets of gold Beside the crystal sea We heard the angels singing When someone called your name Turned and saw this young man And he was smiling As he came And he said, friend You may not know me now And then he said, but wait You used to teach my Sunday school When I was only eight And every week he would say a prayer Before the class would start And one day when you said that prayer I asked Jesus Into my heart Thank you For giving to the Lord I have a life That was shared You're not supposed to cry 
blow my nose, wipe the tears, and move forward. Mm-hmm. Hope for restoration. Amen. Jeremiah thirty-one seventeen. There is hope in your future, says the Lord, that your children shall come back to their own border. This is initially a reference to the children of Israel who were captives of war, carried away into bondage of Babylon, enslaved in a foreign nation. They longed to be free, to see their children return one day to the promised land. God testified in this passage that their hopes would be fulfilled. This scripture can be claimed in a spiritual sense concerning backsliding children of godly parents. Though their offsprings have been carried away, quote, quote, into the bondage of the worldly lifestyle and enslavement of sin, committed parents can trust that their offspring will be brought back to the border of a spiritual land of promise, a place of a blessed and fruitfulness relationship with the Most High God. On a higher level, this promise is applicable to all of us. It celebrates the hope we have of returning to the perfection of the original paradise state, returning to the border of the Garden of Eden and to in the intimacy with God for parents new. Prayer declaration. Lord, I confess as long as there is a God in heaven, there is hope. If Joshua, Emma, Scotty, April, Jessica, Bobby, Veronica, their spouses and their children stray from your will, or if they're or if this has already happened, I confess that my children will always come back to the boundary of the truth. I claim that Joshua and Emma, Scotty, Jessica, Bobby, Veronica, and their spouses and their children will be blessed to dwell in the the spiritual land of promise, a land filled with both the promise of your written word and any living Word promises you have spoken over their lives. Most importantly, I confess that they will be restored to the perfection of paradise when you return in glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Grace wins. Grace wins. Every time. You, you, you want on? No, you go ahead. Okay, let's uh, do our. Uh, is there anybody out there that would like some? No, that's wrong, baby. Oh, I'm sorry. Woo. Forgive me. I was jumping the gun. <laughs> Not that that ever happened before. Oh, 
I was going to say hi to Crystal, but she gone too. I'm a look. We got. We're going to have a a guest. Uh, another praise break. Here we go. My weakest moment, I see you Shaking your head in disgrace I can read the disappointment Written all over your face Here come those whispers in my ear Saying, who do you think you are? Looks like you're on your own from here Grace could never reach that far But in the shadow of that shame
Before we do prayer requests, I wanna I wanna tell y'all about I don't know if y'all were here when I told you about my dream that I had about the White House. But I wanna I want I wanna go I wanna go over it again real quick. Because I, I, I feel like in in this moment of what's going on around us, we need to maybe look at it a little deeper. In my dream, I was on a, on a mountaintop, like in the sound of music, very beautiful valleys, beautiful mountains all around me. And I was looking out there, and along came a prosperity uh, person that goes goes to goes to the prosperity church woman you know they copeland a copeland follower there uh, easy to say there well anyway i i was looking around and i told her i said isn't this beautiful this is you know this is beautiful and she says no she said and she turned around and she says this is what is beautiful and what she was looking at was the White House, was a, a White House. I'm saying it's the White House. It's a White House with big pillars in the entryway with large picture windows. I mean, it was, to me, it looked like the White House similarity. Uh, and when she said that, the earth shook and it started falling apart. And something hit me on the back and I fell to the ground. I wasn't hurt. But I fell to the ground. And when I looked up, the large picture window that was facing me, like like a tailgate, it came down from top to bottom. And coming into the focus was a lava monster. And with the stripes on it, you could see the molten lava, the red part. The other part of it was gray, like the darkened lava. But there was there was cut parts where it's open, and you could see the molten lava. And when he said, when I saw that, he says, "Now it begins." Oh my gosh! I woke up bawling. My buddy can tell you I was terrified. I was just I was I was shaking. It scared me so bad. But anyway, that's I mean, in this time, I just feel like that. What when he said and now it begins, is you had the White House, you had prosperity preachers, and this lava monster, and it was just like. Just it was just scary. Anyway, that was my dream. All right. Okay. Now we are going to go and ask for prayer declaration and seeing if anybody needs any prayer. And 
so. All right. Hey, Brother Al. Glad you can make it. How are you doing? Uh, we are just now starting to do the prayer declaration. Prayer. Re- I'm sorry. Not prayer declaration. Prayer request. And if there was anybody out there that needed any kind of prayer, um, Oh, thank you, Brother Al. Appreciate blessings to you. I appreciate that. Brother Brother Buddy's kind of under the weather right now, so uh, I'm taking lead. <laughs> yeah. So how about that sports chant, huh? <laughs> I'm 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 starting quarterback. <sighs> so far, I I don't think I won the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, might have been, might have had an interception or two, <laughs> uh, or a fumble. <laughs> Definitely, maybe a fumble. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I, we need to be praying for Stephen for healing. He's he's going on almost two months now with uh throwing up and vomiting. It's it's I mean it's he is just not doing good at all. Uh we need to be praying for him. Uh is this the one we're going on? Okay. We need to be still praying for manager Robert and his family. His grandmother has passed. Uh we're we're still praying for uh Jay, this Randy's son. Uh, we're still praying for healing and strength for Jason. Jason. Jason Davies. Uh, his shoulder to be deli- and to be delivered from smoking. Uh, we are still praying for Jessica and Skyler for wisdom, direction, protection. Uh, praying for our lost one's salvation through our Lord Jesus. Pray for peace for Jerusalem and Israel. Uh, We pray for the mighty rain to come down on the Lord Jesus. Pray for sin. Uh, The Lord Jesus, I'm sorry. Pray for Sis Marietta and family. Uh, pray for the plied bloods of Jesus over our children and family. We pray, lift our families up for salvation. Uh, we're still praying for Mr. 2262's uncle in recovery and salvation. We're praying for the missionaries, uh, for fin- for friends and family, uh, for sunshine. Quail's in there. Yes. He's got a job. We need to keep praying. He is still looking. His, brother, brother Quail, you're still looking for a job. We, we got. We're we're still lifting you up, brother. Still lifting you up. 
Um, we're still praying for his uncle recovery, 226's uncle in recovery and salvation. Let's pray for the missionaries. Let's pray for all who have been deceived. Let's pray for North Carolina and Texas on this uh, gender bathroom. Uh, pray for protection um, for Skylar. Let, let's pray for wake-up call for Harley and family. Pray for Kendra from work. Her mother just passed. Let's pray for Brother Buddy. He's some total healing. He needs he is just, this has been going on long, way too long. Uh, pray for the missing. Pray, pray for the missing. The, 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 our, our brothers and sisters that's uh, not here. Let's pray for, uh, uh, pray for Sis Jean to get early release from jail. That's your sister? Okay. We'll show you show her grace and early release from jail. That would be that would be awesome. A sister in the Lord. All right. Uh, I pray, pray for, pray for our elections. We need to pray for the elections. Uh, pray for the Lord's hour, the people that serve the Lord's hour. Yes. All right. If there's no more requests, uh, okay. Father God, I come to you with this. This this petition a prayer request for you, Lord. I pray for Sister Valiant of for truth. I lift up Stephen for healing, Lord. I pray for Jay, this Randy's son, that he gets the the uh, be, delivered. be delivered from the lying. Spirit, in the name of Jesus, I pray for healing and strength on Jason yes. for his shoulder and delivered from smoking. Yes, Lord, I pray for Jessica and Skylar for wisdom, direction, and protection too, Lord. Yes. I pray for the lost loved ones for salvation through you, Lord Jesus. Yes. I pray for peace up for Jerusalem and Israel. I pray for a mighty rain to downpour, Lord, your your spirit upon the souls, these lost souls, Lord. Open their eyes, Lord. Remove the 
scabs from their eyes that they can see. Open their ears that they may hear. Lord, I ask you to make sure that when when the angel says, don't turn around and look at Sodom and Gomorrah, that nobody turns around and looks at that. Let's run. When the Lord says, get out, let's get out. Lord, let's, let's get out of this. Get out of the sin. Remove yourself from this. Take take heed, Lord. I pray for Sister Marietta and family. I pray for her her son, Warren, and her husband, Roger, and William. I pray that for the applied blood of Jesus, all, all of our children and our family, Lift them up. We lift up our family for salvation, Lord. I pray for Mr. 2262's uncle for recovery and for salvation, for the missionaries, for their protection and guidance and wisdom. And you for their protection, Lord. I pray for all who are deceived. I pray for the state of North Carolina and Texas in the, in these troubling days. They are taking a stand for righteousness, Lord, and we we too must stand. We must not bend to the enemy. Amen. I pray for protection against the young children out there that are being subjected to. All, all forms of deception that is trying to turn them away from you, Lord. I pray there's a wake-up call for Harley and his family Amen. that they turn from they turn from the, the evilness that they are committing. I pray for Kendra from work. Her her mother has passed. She needs comfort, Lord. I pray for Brother Buddy. He needs total healing. I pray for Al, his sister in the Lord, an early release from jail, that it that she be comforted and know that she is released from because of you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray all these things. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Looking for a great day. Father God, I thank you for directing my steps today. Thank you for covering me in your almighty shadow. I declare that, and I believe that no evil shall come near me, or my dwelling, or my work, or my body, or my thoughts. I rebuke the devil from hindering my life and purpose. No storm, no demonic strategy, no offense will interrupt the blessings of God in my life. I release the love and the wisdom of God into my heart and my mind. Satan, take your hands off of God's property. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 What do y'all think about us having Holy Wedding Day? I like that. 
if I can find it, it's out here. A B C D E F G H I H is H. Holy wedding day. This is the story of the sinner guy hanging on a cross for me. But it ends with a bride and groom in a wedding by a glassy sea. Oh, death, where is your sting? Cause I'll be there singing holy, holy.
Hey. 
Give myself to you. 